there has to be a build up to reach something and and that is also the beauty of it because that's when you actually develop the dancer and the artist because if you don't go through certain moments certain steps certain chapters of your formation as a dancer you will not achieve a complete uh, formation you know uh, i don't know yeah. if i'm clear but but um and if you skip some of those steps i think uh, you know you at the end of the day you will always miss them in this episode i'm talking to ballet teacher alessandra ashkenazi nice to meet you it's lovely to meet you too and um i'm so i'm so happy that we could make this connection um yeah. that vovka uh, that vovka told me about your ballet school and that uh um yeah that we are able to talk now about that yeah and it's amazing the connection with um tania and and your kids and it's just incredible i, I know isn't it amazing yeah. yeah but tell me about your school so um it started um very small yeah um because my do- our daughter wanted to dance and um i was we had just arrived in ticino uh so it must have been about 12 years ago 13 yeah 13 years ago and um there was really nothing substantial in the area and um so you know she really wanted to to start ballet classes and through a friend of of the time we we um, inquired by the comune you know by the by, by the city uh, it's a small village in the in the forest you know, where we live and um basically i rented the gym so i started with three students and um then the students started you know coming and you know mm-hmm. tiny ones and older ones so then i rented um a studio in the gym and then as things progressed and the students were coming more and more you know i had to open a school so in 2013 yes i opened yeah. the first school in uh, in, in pura mm-hmm. and um and then uh, well the the, the void i mean teaching is a small region and uh yeah i had the feeling that you know it was time to to move to lugano so last year there was this opportunity of you know taking over um, another school where unfortunately the lady passed away and uh, so i said okay you know it's time <laughs> to 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 do this and i'm i'm really happy because obviously um it's a small uh region but you know we have a lot of traffic so it's very difficult to to move around in ticino and um where where i was before it was not very convenient so difficult to get you know the younger ones for example and so and also you you kind of lose the students once they start high school because everybody goes to high school in lugano because that's where the you know principal main high schools are so uh then you know it's very late when they come home and basically you know it was uh it was time to to do this yeah and yeah. are you a ballet dancer Yes, I danced all my life and um I started very early. I uh continued my study um in Monte Carlo with Marika Bezobrazova. I was 13 and a half when I moved there. 
And then uh, after that, you know, I, I was in Antwerpen and um, I was in um, Stuttgart and then I started dancing first in Italy. Uh, I was only 17 and I started dancing with um, Carla Fracci, who unfortunately left us shortly, not long ago. And she had this wonderful um, private company and we traveled, you know, up and down Italy. So it was a fantastic first experience because lots and lots of performances and in, on different stages and with Carla, who was definitely, you know, an icon of, of ballet. And, um, and then uh, I did two seasons in the arena in Verona under the direction of Pierre Lacotte. And then um, I was uh, given a contract in Berlin when it was still um, Gerd Reinholm, which was, you know, before the wall came down. So actually I was there when the wall came down. Really? Nine, yes. Oh, and, what an experience uh, so, that must yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. And um, after that, I moved to Bonn and I was there for, for many years. That's where I met Wofka, in fact. And um, then we moved shortly to Berlin again when, you know, and, and I, I did some work with the Staatsoper. And then it was time to say basta <laughs> because, you know, we already had Alex, our older son, and um, kind of it was time to, you know, to do you something just, else. Yeah. 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 But um, I mean, I've been very, very fortunate. I, I worked with incredible dancers and teachers and, um, and um, all this comes up now, you know, when I have to teach and transmit and um, yeah. And, yeah. And I think it's so valuable and it's so important that these, the teachers who teach the art is have the right attitude and also the right uh, way of teaching it the art so that there's you know so that there's a appreciation not you know for the children who don't become ballet dancers but that there's an appreciation for this art absolutely absolutely and I was incredibly fortunate because um, my first let's say important ballet teacher was Prudence Bowen Australian and um, she opened my mind, although I was so young, I was only nine when I started working with her, but um, she really had a vision and, you know, she taught in this tiny little room in her house. And if I think what it still remains in me of what I learned from her in this tiny little room, you know, and, and just, just the attitude as well of, you know, how to approach. And then after that, um, I worked with Wojtaklowski who was you know um, from from uh, Kirov and um, Polish dancer but you know he graduated from the Kirov Academy I think the same year as Baryshnikov so that kind of um, statue of a dancer and um, again you know a totally different mentality and and what what is so nice that you know I haven't got any um, bad memory you know <laughs> And, and um, it's just so nice to transmit positive energy. And also, um, I chose the ABT um, curriculum, national training curriculum, to, um, to have some support for teaching. Because, you know, when, when you are a dancer, uh, it's not 
so obvious how to approach little children you know it's uh oh, yeah. it's easy yeah. to teach you know uh, your pairs kind of thing you know uh, professional dancers who already know the basis and all that but it's it's a big responsibility to form dancers and you know to make sure that you don't actually damage and you know that you know how to approach the the the, the growth uh, spurs and and everything and um, I was very fortunate um, to approach the ABT National Training Curriculum, who was founded by two of my teachers, in fact, you know, Franco De Vita and Raymond Lukens. Really? Mm. And um, so I did all the whole um, formation for, for teachers, you know, and um, I did uh, some in, uh, in Italy, some in, in New York, because I accompanied my students uh, to New York to the summer intensive at ABT. And uh, they opened the world for me because mm-hmm. uh, it's so um i don't know it's a methodology that it's perfect i think for people who have had a, a long professional career and um in that career they didn't have the time maybe to do a teaching formation but there is so much information from all the teachers that you've worked with maître de ballet and choreographer and this methodology, I think, combines really everything that you need, especially for a private school, because, oh, yeah. you know, we uh, we don't have a choice of student. You know, we, we say we take everybody and I, I feel like a mission to transmit this art. Yeah. And of course, not all of them will be dancers, but exactly. I want all of them to be happy and to exactly. To maintain a, a very happy uh, and positive attitude towards dance in general and ballet and art. And, you know, there will be our public tomorrow, our journalists or the mothers and the parents of our, yes. our next students, you know. So um, what's important for me is that they come happy and they go away happy and they can't wait for the next lesson. Yeah. And uh, and I think, you know, it's, it's not like they come and have fun. We work, but there is yeah. a way yeah. of approaching the work that it's uh, very positive and um, just constructive. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, this is something that I think uh, uh, is also uh, so important that because many children uh, stop dancing when they are a certain age because of this, you know, pressure or, you know, they, they, they don't enjoy it anymore. And it's not, it's like you say, it's, it is hard work and, and there is this discipline behind it, but it's sometimes because of a teacher who, who expects something from them that they cannot give. And then it, it sort of kills the art form, absolutely. you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. absolutely. And I've had so many uh, this year, especially because, um, Arriving in a school where there was already, you know, quite a few students and arriving in Lugano where people already know me. Um, I had a lot of kids coming, maybe around 10, 12. And the parents say, oh, you know, but, you know, she she doesn't want to do classical ballet anymore because it's so serious. And, you know, she she just got so um, anxious before going to class. And, you know, so I start by offering them, you know, maybe maybe modern, contemporary, or just um, what we have, like um, body conditioning class, you know, with stretching and uh, parallel training. And then slowly they, you know, some of them have tried a class and, you know, they're back to ballet now and they're very happy. Because, I mean, for me, the, the most important thing uh, is the child. It's not 
at that age is the child and always it's a person it's more important than ballet because through that attitude i think you can then really um come up with healthy dancers and happy yeah. dancers you know if you only think of the results or you know i mean if i if i take kids to a competition i don't take them because they have to win i take them because they have to do that experience and because it has to be a moment of traveling together and you know preparing and the emotion of going on stage and and then you know of course i mean we all go hoping that something positive will come but it doesn't have to necessarily be to win you know just to, just to have a confirmation that you're working well and that you know that you have fun and that you love going on stage and i've had some kids that after a competition they have said this is not for me yeah so you know and and um i have to respect that and um i have to agree and it's like a natural selection in a way Mm -hmm. But to get to that level, I think, you know, we have to concentrate on just uh, the formative expect, uh, aspect of, of our art, you know. Yeah. And it's sometimes this, this where I think some teachers lose that vision of, of working with the children and that they, it becomes their competition. It becomes their uh, how many children do I put through this competition and how many children of my school are winning yeah. this competition? And then it loses the the value of really the competition, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And and you can damage in the process because, mm -hmm. you know, uh, now now there is much more um, um, care, you know, on, on age respect, for example. And that's another aspect that I really admire the ABT NTC because you know in the they are so concerned about i mean they did so much research with you know physiotherapists and surgeons and you know doctors that have worked with dancers all their life to the needs that we have uh, to to respect the growth and the development of the body and of the psyche of, of the child yeah. you know yeah because all this pressure creates really um a child with anxiety with the um, issue about their body or you know whether they're too tall or too small or too round or, and yeah. it's up to us to really try to um not stop that but control that yeah and respect the age and you know so many parents say oh you know when are they going to start point work you know and so many teachers start putting point shoes on so early not to lose their kids the students mm -hmm. because you know the, there is all this, uh, I mean, the child comes, a girl comes to ballet and the first thing they want is point shoes. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, uh, it's very difficult. And, you know, with ABT NTC, I have written black on white, you know, <laughs> that if you present a child with point work before age 11, it won't be judged. They just, you know, they don't admit it. And, you know, I was put on point at age seven. Mm, <laughs> I was lucky that, you know, nothing happened. And, you know, I was very flexible yeah. and, you know, I was very, very lucky. But you can really damage and you can have stress fractures that you carry all your life. You know, you, you just uh, and the healthy dancer for me becomes before the yeah. technical dancer at age 12 doing, I don't know variations that are not for them repertoire that it's not you know meant for children you know yeah. and they think oh you know bluebird is such an easy variation bluebird is a first soloist variation you know i mean it's uh and you see these little girls at nine uh, eight nine you know and and on point doing things that 
it's just not right, you know. Yeah. I'm so glad you say all this because it's yeah. really it's I think this is the, the the problem with with ballet, you know, is that that this is expected and then like you say, you see these young little girls doing these uh solos that really is not suitable for them and then right. it, it builds up a pressure amongst everybody to yeah. be able to achieve that and that becomes the norm exactly. you know and that is that is so wrong because then it loses the the whole i think the the whole aspect of the art that is is that it is an art form and it's not a you know it's not a circus trick exactly or anything, exactly you know? Exactly. And I mean, I'm so glad that now, you know, serious competitions like, you know, YGP, for example, you cannot present a child uh, younger than 12 on point. Really? Mm. And I think that is fantastic. And, you know, I think there was a lot of pressure from uh, the serious ballet directors in, of, you know, good schools saying, you know, this is not on because it's just... Uh, and also, I think it takes away the whole build-up I mean, you know, as a pianist, uh, uh, before you play something, you know, really amazing, you have to go through a certain repertoire. And I think as a dancer, even more, because there is all this physical preparation. And if you have danced everything by the age of 14, what is there to discover? What is there to expect, you know? Yeah. And I think it's, I mean, I, I believe in repertoire being taught very early for the mimic, for the... But then you can take the tiny repertoire, or the group repertoire, you know. I yeah. try to do that with the younger ones. And we do, you know, the little peasants in Giselle so that they have a feeling of working in the group and, you know, things like that. But I think just to expose an 11, 12-year-old to a solo variation, because even Cupid, that they all think, oh, you know, Cupido is so nice. And it's, again, you know, Obrazova dances it in, in the Bolshoi. So, you know, it's just, yeah, a, yeah. It's, a, it's a big, big solo if you want to have it done well. And, um, and I think it's not for, for a little girl. Yeah. And it's also the, the expression of it, you know, that's the understanding of it and that it's not just a trick, you know, that it's not... Exactly. That it, that it doesn't become uh, about the you know how high the leg is or how many turns or know, you know, that, it, that it stays with what is this solo saying or what is this yeah. telling and I think this is something um, you know where, where you can train somebody to do it perfectly but it doesn't say anything anymore you know yeah. it loses the, the 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 message or the story behind Absolutely. the yeah, absolutely. I think there was uh, there was a time where uh, dance went through um, a moment where it became a little bit circus, you know. Yeah. And uh, and um, in a way, uh, it's amazing to see where you can push a body, you know, what you can achieve, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, but when it becomes extreme as everything, it's, um, I don't know, it, if it loses what's it really meant to be, yeah. you know, then I think it, it's not right. And, you know, dance is still an art form. I mean, it's principally <laughs> an art form. Yeah. And if we forget that, then we just become gymnasts. Mm. And, and I think, you know, that's a real shame because we have, I mean, gymnasts, great, it, but it's a different thing. I mean, we yeah. should be there telling a story whether it's abstract or a real story or whatever but it is an art form and it should be kept that way 
I 100% agree. And what is so interesting is I spoke, and you will know this from, from um, being married to a pianist as well, um, but, but some pieces in, even in, in uh, you know, like somebody told me, some pieces of Beethoven, it's not possible to, to play it when you're young because there's so much experience and so much artistry that has to go in it to play it the right way that it's that it's really and I think this is of the course. same with dance as well yeah absolutely absolutely mm -hmm. and you know of course you know as I was saying before that there has to be a build-up to mm -hmm. reach something and and that is also the beauty of it because that's when you actually develop the dancer and the artist because if you don't go through certain moments certain steps certain chapters of your formation as a dancer you will not achieve a complete uh, formation you know uh, i don't know yeah. if i'm clear but but um and if you skip some of those steps i think uh, you know you at the end of the day you will always miss them and there'll yeah. be something missing. It's like, you know, if you build a house and you forget to put something, you know, and and, and at the end of the day, there'll, there'll be problems. Yeah. And uh, and I think it's so important for a teacher to, um, in a way, to uh, retain a little bit, you know, the, because when they get enthusiastic and, you know, and today with all the Instagram and with all the uh, YouTube, yeah. I mean, they, they see all that and they see... I see some some posts of you know some Eastern uh, schools where they push these kids. I mean, what they make them do to shape their body, to change their body, you know, with with the tools, with the books, with the I don't know extra training that it's going to damage, you know, because they are only eight or nine and they're being pushed to the extreme, and but we only have one body. Exactly. Yeah. We have to, you know, hopefully go for a long time with this body. And uh, even if the career of a dancer is not incredibly long, but it's long enough to need that body in good conditions. And even when you have a body in good conditions, you have, you know, the problem with the tendon or, you know, the yeah. hip or the knee. I mean, it can happen. The accident can always happen. But if you start pushing the body beyond its limits since age, you know, 10 or something, because you decided that this girl, it's worth it. And, you know, it's, you know, oh, you know, she has time. Let's push more and more and more and more. You just, you're going to 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 damage it. And I yeah. think that's criminal, actually. <laughs> yeah, I know. And it, it's then also putting the wrong focus on, or, or the focus on the wrong things and not on the artistry. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, and also, I mean, the body's growing. So the stretching or the, the that, that you achieve and then you grow, 10 centimeters you have to keep working on that stretching but if you do it to that extreme level all the time it's ju it's just going to create problems so i think you know one has to be very careful to maintain always the body flexible always strong you know i, I was somebody who had you know moments of um, this Aust australian teacher she would have uh, on the wall all the heights of her students because she would, you know, if we had a holiday or something, you know, she would first of all put us on the wall and see how much we grew and say, oh, great, you know, now we have to start all over again, you know. <laughs> but it was done with a laughter and, you know, of yeah. course, then we started in and, and you realize that the stretching that you had achieved before the Christmas holidays had mm -hmm. a little bit gone because, you know, you grew maybe two centimeters or maybe because you really had a holiday, which is, again, another problem, you know, that you, yeah. they don't 
give enough holidays. Mm-hmm. And when when uh, kids are small, they need just to cut off with everything and just have fun. And want they they have to want to come back to ballet. Yeah, you know. And all this uh, summer intensive are great, but you know they should be also considering you know holiday time for the for the kids mm-hmm. because the body needs to recover. And you know, uh, at the end of the day, you cannot work, 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 stretch, stretch, stretch. You know, you have to. And also, I think it becomes okay. You know, what else can we do? I mean, ballet is great, but kids also want to have fun. Exactly. Yeah. And I think it's important that they just can't wait to come back to ballet. Not that mm-hmm. oh my god, you know, again. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And, and um, yeah. Yeah, and I know it's it's and and when they get to that level where they start doing voca- vocational training, the pressure then of course gets more because it's then you know it's a, it's a small group, and yeah. the, when they start hearing what everybody else is doing over the summer, they get completely stressed out because then they think if they're not doing everything then you know it's there's no chance that they will ever be even employed i know i had two children in the ballet just the pressure you know yeah but the way you're talking it's it's so i think it's it's so important that um that children go that route from a young age because then they can maintain that calmness and that you know what, everything is going to be okay. And then they go in a company and also have that calmness because it 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 seems to be created from a young age, the stress, and then they take it to the next school and to the next school, and then they take it into the company with them. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, it's a very... Um... It's a very tricky question, let's say, you know, uh, um, what to do with gifted students. Um, I have um, I have students who maybe when they were 12, 13, they wouldn't have been accepted in an academy because they simply did not have what an academy wants of a 12, 13-year-old girl, which is easy time, you know, because they... They want the super material. You know, they choose the the people who have the gifts because there are so many dancers today. There is a huge selection. And um, so they do choose who has, you know, the nice feet, the nice proportions, the beautiful legs, musicality, but at at that age, you know, the, the physical gifts are very important for to be chosen for a professional ballet academy, pre professional. And I've had students who just loved ballet so much, you know. And uh, I had a teacher who comes guessing uh, very often, and he said, oh, no, she, you know, sweet. But, and now, actually, many people want her in, in their academy. You know, she's 17, really? and she's gorgeous, mm-hmm. like a dog, you know, because she had this passion. And mm-hmm. uh, she was lucky to have a family that understood and gave her the chance of saying, okay, you know, you can do online school. And I mean, she, she's in the pre-professional group. I have eight girls and, um, and she's gorgeous, you know, and, and, but with that girl, it was really a, um, a decision to be made. You know, do we send her? No. And she decided, no, I want to stay home. Can you accompany me during this, you know, yeah. formation? And um, 
then you know we, this year it's the year that we try to to send it to a pre-professional i mean to a maybe a junior company and you know we start oh, yeah. auditioning now but because also she's you know very attached to the family and i think it's nice that kids i don't know it's this time of life that never comes back exactly yeah and for the parents too and if a yeah. child says no i want to go in an academy fine i've got you know one who's in zurich you know she started this year and one in la scala and you know if this is what they want what the family says no if you want to be a dancer you have to go fine you know that's a decision that they make if a child is happy at home and the parents are saying you know these are the most important year of their life because then you know when they grow up they grow up I think it's possible, you know, also that way. And I think it's, um, in a way, I'm, I'm very happy for this girl because I know that when she will go, she will go knowing how to work, how to take care of herself. She won't be influenced because, you know, she she was much, uh, she was very sweet, very um, shy, you know. And I was always scared that then she would be influenced by some. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know that now she's ready. Yeah. She's ready. Her character is strong. You know, she's tough. And um, and that, I think, you know, it's a choice that a teacher should make with the family, of course. But I think sometime when you send them away too early, it can be dangerous because they, they I mean, there's so, so many factors that can contribute to problems, you know. Yeah. And, you know, the, the girls especially, the, the, of course, there's always many more girls than boys. And um, I don't know, they, they, they get through. I know the stories and then it's, it's really, and, and I think I, I so much applaud you for what you're doing for your whole attitude and for, uh, I can now understand how Tanya, Tanya got to you because she's this type of teacher as well. You know, yeah. she's yeah. so, a hundred percent. I mean, I'm so happy that she uh, was at the school when when my children were there. I can imagine. I, yeah, God. she's yeah. such a lovely teacher. And yeah. this, she's she's really a fantastic human being and um, yeah, a wonderful yeah. mother. Mm. And I think you know, uh, I chapeau to her for having um, ma- managed so many years in a big institution mm. like she was because. It's amazing, you know, she, what she did. And I think she was um, very, very important for her students there. Definitely, definitely. I mean, yeah. The teacher makes a difference. 100%, yeah. And it's very, I mean, you can be the best teacher, you know, as a teacher, but if the human side is not there, I think, you know, you are, I mean, I feel so responsible for every word I tell my kids, you know, and I know that they're still going home to their parents. So, in a way, I know that, you know, if there is a problem, the parent can always call me. And But when you send them to big institutions, that kind of relationship is no longer there. Exactly. So if you have a teacher who is a fantastic teacher, but there is no symbiosis with, with, the, with the students, I think in some cases it can be very negative. In some cases, kids actually get to hate dance and to stop it and, you know, to, to be very unhappy. And maybe they were incredibly gifted. Yeah. Maybe it was just too early for them to go away to have this, you know, ripped from the family. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's um, it's something that more and more institutions are taking care of that now. Yeah, they're more I and more careful. 
Yeah, because, I think that I mean, the talk, I've, I've also had interviews with uh, um, dancers who, or choreographer who, uh, they talk about this now and saying, okay, this has to stop, this, this way of teaching, this way of dealing with ballet has to stop, it, it has to be in a different and a positive approach, and, um, and I think that is great. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, uh, it's it's not, um, unfortunately, it's a global problem. I mean, it's not only for ballet, uh, but I mean, even in small Switzerland, you know, just now, they now I think they restored it again, but there was huge problems with the Bajar company and the Bajar ballet school. And I think, why, you know, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's how, how can things get like that, you know? Yeah. And um, if you don't see teaching as a mission, I think it's the wrong thing to do. Yeah. Because it's a it's such an involving work because you are I mean I feel responsible for each of my students especially mm -hmm. the older ones of course because you know you are you are there everything. Yeah. And you spend so many hours in the studio together you are there everything. And um and I think it's uh, it should not be um taken lightly. Yeah. No, I totally agree. And I think it's also because of the fact that you're teaching a form of art and that that appreciation has to be there as well. Exactly. Yeah. Because like you yeah. say, not everybody is going to become professional no. dancers, but, uh, the but there's so much to be learned from just doing this art form that yeah. they take that with them for the rest of their lives. And then, of course your influence as well and what you're saying that's all motivation and that's all things that they take with them even if they become a medical Something, doctor yeah. or a, Some, yeah yeah absolutely absolutely or just a mother just you know it's exactly. i say just a mother but i mean a mother is important but it's somebody who could remember all these things and take that with them as as well so yeah yeah I and also i think you have to treasure I mean, first of all, I feel lucky every day because I do what I love. Yeah. And I think that it's very rare this day, you know, to 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 get up in the morning, maybe tired, maybe aching because I worked too much the day before, but you're yeah. looking forward to working with, with your girls and, you know, um, create things and, uh, I don't know, prepare for, I mean, it's all so exciting, you know. Yeah. And and um, so that should never be forgotten that, you know, if you, this this is not a kind of job that you do it because you have no other choice. I, I mean, it shouldn't be. Yeah. And it's also not the kind of job that you do because of you have a hefty salary at the end of the month. Okay. Because again, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, but uh, I think the blessing is in the fact that you you are able to teach and able to see the growth. You know, you're yeah. seeing the the person growing into. Uh, a lovely uh, dancer or you know somebody who can express themselves through dance and I think that's absolutely. the yeah absolutely and when if that goes it's just it's not yeah. I mean it's not a nine to five job yeah and um, I think teachers are very important you know and you have in your life you have few teachers but you have a memory of teachers through throughout your life, yeah. whether it's school teacher or ballet teacher or uh, music teacher, yeah, and, and, yeah, and they, they, it remains forever, you know. And um, the good things and the bad things, in a way, 
And from there you have to learn and you have to try to transmit as much as you can positive um, energy and um, the love for what you teach. If you're not able to transmit love for what you do, what you teach, then it becomes very difficult, I think. Mm. Because as you said before, it's a very hard form of art, physically demanding and um, uh, involving your whole life because I mean you cannot be um, a dancer only when you are in studio you are a dancer all your life you know also at home and you have to uh, mind what you eat and be healthy and you know uh, do your stretching and and, you know um, so it it prepare your point shoes I mean I've I've got girls who spend their Sunday you know preparing their point shoes and it takes a lot of time and and um, they they don't really have uh, a life outside of ballet in the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have to love it. And um, and um, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, extraordinary. But you know, I couldn't be yeah, happier. But, yeah, but I think you are doing incredible and and great work. But now, what is the? So you are do you have the two schools now, or, or do yeah. you just have the, you have the? No, two I I you know for no. contract reasons, I'm keeping you know the first school as well, and yeah. um, I'm quite happy because I've got a lot of uh, little students local, who yeah. you know I would lose if I go only to Lugano because you know the it's a, it's only a 10 minutes drive when there is no traffic but that basically only in the middle of the night so oh, okay. <laughs> so you know it's a it's very difficult and parents here have a bit of the mentality that if things are not right there they will um, not really you know and um so you know i have uh, two groups of uh, nice girls that you know are hopefully by the time i give up the school here they'll be old enough to come to lugano Oh, okay. And um, so, you know, I, it's um, it's important to keep the two schools at the moment. And um, in the other school, yeah, the other school is uh, I've got various groups from the tiny ones to to this uh, pre-professional group. There are eight girls. And um, I present ABT and TC exams every year, although with the lockdown, of course, that didn't happen because... The, the the examiners come from New York, so um, oh, it was okay. not possible lately. Mm-hmm. But hopefully next February we should have examiners coming, and um, so that that's very nice because it gives me and the girls and the family, um, you know, an official kind of uh, idea of where we stand. You know, yeah, and uh, that's nice. It's a um, seven years um, exams basically primary as well but then i mean seven seven exams let's say and the the younger ones you can do you know in in two years level one a and b two a and b and then from level six it's only one level and um it works very well because uh, it's very well structured and uh, the examiner comes it gives a kind of you know ceremony to it and then they get their diploma their comments from the examiner and um, the school keeps all, this way the um, affiliation to the ABT oh, yeah. and In fact, I'm a fellow. I have a fellowship with them, with them because I presented many years in a row. And um, what's nice is that from age 17, you can actually do the first teaching exam. Oh, okay. So this year I had uh, three girls plus one of my teachers who decided to do it. And... Um, 
so you know and for me it's good because one of the girls is I mean, she's my our daughter but she you know she's uh, she's now helping me with the little ones she has her diploma she did her and for me it's a security the the degree it's recognized by Don Suisse in Switzerland so it gives an officiality to the school as well which is um, important because we have uh, um, the possibility of having uh, sports talent recognition for some of the girls so even if the parents do not want to give them the online school option Mm -hmm. they can get uh, some hours off the high school which is very demanding here because here they're in school between eight and four sometimes eight and five so it it, you know it leaves very little time for a activity like ballet and um, so with this kind of uh, qualification uh, they can um, they can have this uh, the equivalent of you know Olympic sports students. Oh, I see. Oh, that's so, wonderful. So they yeah. have to do ten and a half hour of ballet um, of dance every week, plus mm-hmm. I think it's uh, forty six hours a year of extracurricular like uh, summer courses or a workshop or you know. So we have to fill out those things, which is not difficult you know with the only the summer courses they they achieve that but that that you know that you can have only if your school if, if the teachers are recognized by down swiss oh i see okay so you know with the abt you know um we we are recognized therefore you know it's also nice for me to present the parents with a with a package let's say you know that okay they at 17 they can do this exam they get a diploma it doesn't drink doesn't eat doesn't expire (laughs) you keep it in your drawer you never know you know you can be then teaching one summer and you know earning some money or you have an injury and you have to recover so you can um, Mm -hmm. you can uh, teach and you know uh, and I think it's uh, really really healthy for these girls to do it because it gives you the first um, imprint of this attitude and yeah. for them as well because they approach all the medical issues all the physiotherapy all the um, injury prevention you know which you know of course they know because they've worked with me for so many years but you know they are now more mature to understand mm-hmm. because they probably did not realize it while they were learning you know these things but if they studied to have the exam then they become aware of the importance of certain things and you know it's it's all it's culture it's um exactly. wonderfully and, done you know yeah and how many and it's years? one week it's uh, it's 10 days you know uh, oh yeah. it's very concentrated very tough i mean you have to study um but um it's um it's very good you know, I, mm. So oh, so they can do it in a ten week period. Do you do it over summer then, or when do you do that, or is it during the term that they do that? No, no, it's ten days. The the course is ten oh, days. Ten days, ten yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. Now because of um, lockdown, they have also online session. So oh. this year they did it online, and mm. um, otherwise they have sometimes sessions in Italy, or they've had it once in Switzerland. Amanda Bennett from Basel she organized it um or else in new york you know in fact i did the first two in italy and um, i tell you it's tough because i decided to do the first and the second lot together so Mm -hmm. to have the qualification up to level five which covers the biggest 
slice, you know. And after I did the pre-primary to level three, I said, <laughs> if I hadn't already registered, I wouldn't do it the next one because I was cooked. You know, I was really, just, my brain was really tired because it's a lot, a lot mm. of information. And, you know, you're there all day. And then the day after you have, you know, little proofing all this. And then, da, 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 and then at the end of the week, you have the exams, which is practical mm. and theoretical. So it's a lot of info. And um, but then at the end of the day, I was very glad to have it done all. And yeah. then I did level six and seven and partnering in, um, in New York because okay. the girls were there for summer intensive. And um, so I, I decided to do six and seven there and it was a wonderful experience because, of course, you can, you know, you interact with uh, uh, dancers from the ABT and teachers from the ABT directly there, the, the examiners, and, you know, it was fantastic. It was really wonderful. And um, but so this is also nice for me to to be able to offer this because the parents, uh, you know, they're, they're a little bit not suspicious, but it's all new. You know, you can't expect... Mm -hmm. um, somebody exactly. born and raised in Lugano to know you know what ballet is because we don't even have a, a professional company here in Lugano mm. oh yeah so of course yeah. that doesn't help you know mm. and um yeah but now um and you, how many teachers do you have at your school so I have um my daughter yeah Victoria she teaches the little ones um, and then I have um, another IBT NTC teacher, Tiziana Tabori, who also teaches uh, mainly the older school, in the older school, and she has the young ones here. Then I've got uh, Oliviero Bifulco, who is a um, dancer, professional dancer, very good. And um, he had an injury and he went more into the contemporary, and so he teaches and choreographer, um, choreographs contemporary dance he's now involved in a big production in Pavia and um, in fact he has invited one of my students to join really? so he's very nice yeah yeah then I have uh, a hip-hop teacher oh, for, that's you know, nice. yeah yeah, yeah. young ones who want to do that and then I've got um, a Pilates instructor who's a professional uh, master trainer Pilates master trainer so I've, I've got a room in Lugano with machines i've got you know pilates machines and pilates walls machines and he does from age eight it's compulsory to have one hour a week of uh physical preparation you know parallel training can't can't call it pilates for children of course but you know for the older ones and they start doing machines and you know he has a whole program structured to help the needs of a dancer and that's in, in, in amazing because in yeah. that hour, you know, the kids of eight do what I would need one of the two classes a week because, you know, you, you need to do stretching. You need to make them aware of, you know, the buildup of their muscles and, you know, to, to help the, the body. And um, so that that's a big difference having him there. Wow. I think that's great because I think that is such a great, that's a, such a, uh, important part that they have to take the rest of their lives if they dance you know exactly. the body yeah. conditioning and and how to look after your body and what the body should yeah. be how the body should be prepared for all this yeah. and i think this is not done enough for young children no i think uh it's also difficult uh, i mean it was difficult at the beginning you know parents were 
why and you know but then I found a way I mean basically I always do it they come the kids who come twice a week one day they stay two hours instead of one so they don't have to come three times because that's you know the biggest issue you know because kids today do everything they do swimming they do singing skating they do you know (laughs) so it's very you know their their week is totally planned Mm-hmm. But this way, they, you know, the parents are quite happy to park them there for two hours instead of one. And um, he found a way of making it fun. So, you know, he does games and things. And um, and I notice, you know, the difference in the studio because it's so much easier for me to fit in also the preparation for the exams, for example. Because if I have to uh, give half an hour a week, even only half an hour a week for body conditioning or stretching, it's then difficult to actually get them through the curriculum that they need for that year because, you know, they're small, uh, they're not all concentrated uh, 100%, they have the flu, they go on holiday, you know, it's not like they are there every week. So this this allows me to have my curriculum covered and he does the physical work. So that was a big investment for me at the beginning, but it it's paid off, you know definitely and um I'm, I'm very happy to have that and you know to then we have guest teachers we have uh i have a wonderful russian um friend uh alexander stjopkin and he lives in rome so he comes uh, regularly once a month for a couple of days and um it's very good for them to have a man teacher as well yeah you know, to change. And he's a great choreographer. So he does always, you know, some creation for us for some competition. We did, um, the last time we did YGP live in Barcelona, we were invited to New York for the finals, you know, with, with his um, wow choreography. So unfortunately we didn't go because oh, of yeah. COVID, but, um, but mm. you know, it was really nice. It was very, very exciting for the girls uh and this year he's done another choreography that will go with to riccione you know hopefully it's happening in december and then we have um, a character teacher who comes also regularly julia sofina so that the girls have you know at least a workshop a month of character dance that is so important Mm -hmm. but unfortunately there are no teachers here that can do it regularly once a week so you know it's nice for them they have it mm-hmm. once a month they get the feeling of you know the use of the body musicality it's very character is fantastic for you know as i mean it, it's part of our formation you know as dancers uh, as you know you know in the, yeah yeah your kids for sure had yeah and tanya is a wonderful character she is so yeah, yeah i try i try to 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 give them um you know, guest teachers every so often. I've got also Mirna Kamara. She was from uh, New York City Ballet and Miami City Ballet. And she lives in Zurich now. So she um, she comes uh, as well to give Balanchine uh, trainings and, you know, a bit of uh, repertoire. And, you know, she has a company in Zurich. So now she's doing a creation for four of my girls, you know, that they will accompany her in some performances or gives them a little bit of a stage experience as well and um yeah the only thing i regret is we have no boys <laughs> really i was going you know, to ask that's you really a know. shame yeah 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 it's, it's, that is yeah. really difficult in Ticino. football 
and um, uh, hockey, mm. but <laughs> ballet is just, just <laughs> not, ballet. not considered at all. It's such a shame. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I I remember my son was my son was uh, for a very long time the only boy in the in the ballet class and uh, really and yeah, yeah when we lived in England and um, and yeah it was also all the boys up you know the boys where we lived they all played football and he was the only one uh, doing ballet. So I know Fantastic. that is yeah it's only when they when he went to to the Royal Ballet School that that. There's yeah, a lot of boys, yeah. but yeah, but, uh, yeah exactly. Yeah, in, in 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 the normal ballet class, they know they were not not boys. That's for sure. I've got one boy this year who started. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I've got one boy, ten years old, and you know he he's uh, he plays the piano as well. So mm. he's an artist, and the family is you know very artistic too. So obviously they support him totally. And yeah. the mother said, oh, you know. Uh, He's so convinced, and whenever the friends say, you know, what you're doing, ballet, I said, yes, you know, it's wonderful, and you know, he's yeah. very proud. So I hope, I hope, <laughs> it, it, yeah. we are we are treasuring him, you know, we are cocooning yeah. him very much, you know. Yeah, I give but him I think, because he's he's rather yeah. he's rather talented and very musical, uh, intelligent, but of course, being the only boy, you know, he's a little bit mm, not happy to be because he's ten, very tall. And the 10 years old girls, as you know, 10 years is the worst age for girls. You know, they, yeah. they become really kind of, you know, yeah. and they have their best friends. And, you know, they, they, they can be quite bullying as well. You know, the 10, the 10 years, it's the group to always keep an eye on. on. So I'm, I'm just terrified that once I throw him in the group, you know, he'll be uh, terrified. And so I'm giving him, you know, private classes on, on, the, on the side to take him to a good level. Great. Yeah. So that he will feel, you know, and in contemporary, we did the same. And there he's already at a good level because physically he's very, you know, he does um, also some kind of gymnastic. So he's, uh, you know, physically very coordinated. And, you know, and so in contemporary, he's already in the group and it's, it works well. But in classical, he's, he said, uh, you know, not yet, you know, maybe after Christmas. And, and uh, then, uh, but then when the character lady came, you know, uh, I said, you know, why don't you do the character lessons? What is that? I said, oh, you know, it's really nice. And for, for the little ones, she does a lot of, uh, how you say, um, special from, from country to country, how you say in English, uh, uh, not really not really the character bar Vaganova like she does for the older ones. Oh, yeah. She does more like... Um, folk dancing. Or folk dance, exactly. Folk, yeah. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. so, you know, he said, you know, it's fun. And so, okay, I'll try. And apparently he, he loved it. And, oh, really? You know, I mm. hope maybe this one we can yeah. build up a bit. <laughs> yeah. I, th I know my, my son, uh, the switch came to him when he started... Um, going to the outreach program where there were other boys and then I think it's then when they see and when when the class was sort of it was just boys it was not yeah. between the girls anymore exactly then you know it started yeah. that almost a competition between the boys but when yeah. they start jumping or when they start turning of boys yeah. are yeah. very much into that yeah yeah and I think of that came, yeah yeah uh, yeah, well, well, no, that, that's the only thing. You know, it would be nice to have a class of boys to be able to do pas de deux, or, you know, but that is... Yeah, um, yeah. Well, maybe he will be the first one, the groundbreaking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> yes, maybe, you know, if we manage to have a show or something and they see a boy and, you know, some yeah. brothers might, might, might come. I have, um, um, this year they asked me to, to um, introduce ballet to a kindergarten. Mm-hmm. So I go there once a week in Lugano. It's very close to the school. So, you know, and um, I've got 17 kids there and five are boys. Oh, wow. Well, so, there I mean, you are. It's You're free great. dance, of course, you yeah. know, it's a, but they love it, you know, so I'm trying to yeah. make it really fun for them. And, you know, uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe I could have a boys class already, you know, yes. primary boys class or something. Well, I, I'm holding some. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make a wish and see. That yeah, yeah, it would be lovely. Have boys, yeah. 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 yeah I, re- I remember my, my son wanted to stop ballet when he was nine. Oh. And then, but the ballet teacher then said to me, you know, he shows talent and, and I should not let him stop. And then I had a conversation with him. I said, well, you know, finish, do all your exams until you're 16 and then you can decide. And, um, and yeah, and it, he did, you know, he, I said, well, look, you'll, you'll have something on paper and and just do it until then and he did and and when he was 13 he went to he ended up going to ballet school so you know I think just that moment where you just think no don't give up now just just see it through I think there's just an age where they sort of a bit hesitant but when then when it really when they start getting more physical I think in ballet well then then it's then they start enjoying it absolutely yeah Yeah. and we have this uh theory i mean not theory it's uh it's actually proven you know that Mm -hmm. um, kids have to jump and roll around and you know uh, even just to get stronger you know the bone structure Mm -hmm. needs that so i always think of that and you know do extra with the boys because they love it you know as soon as you just say jump again and then and then you make them jump higher and higher and higher they just get so excited so I'm using that a lot, you know, for, for the kindergarten kids. Yeah. Just to, and it's so nice when I arrive there on Tuesday, you know, it's always on Tuesday. And the boys are the first ones to zoom out of the door and, you know, they just hug my legs and, ah, we have fun. Oh, that's so, great. Yeah. you know, I think, I think it's um, very important to keep it fun. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, kids after school, they want to have fun. Yeah. You and cannot think, start telling them, you yeah, know, now we sit and now we count and then, you know, they, yeah. they just have to make everything fun. Yeah. And I think uh, boys, maybe this is the stereotypical idea of ballet, you know, that, that it's always a girl in a tutu and this is why boys, but the moment what you are doing is showing them that you really need strength, you know. And, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know. and I think that's the misconception sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, absolutely. and with the parents as well. I think with parents, it's sometimes where it starts, you know, that exactly. they, yeah. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. And, um, but I mean, today we have so many examples of these wonderful dancers and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and much more than before, because now you have information everywhere. And, yeah. you know, yeah. we, we have uh, Roberto Bolle here, you know, so I'm pestering parents with these images, you know, just really? <laughs> look, you know. Look at this body. Look at this condition. You know, look at this guy. You know, yeah. Alessandro, and, uh, just just carry on. You you will. You'll get your voice. <laughs> I will. I won't give up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but this was so lovely to talk to you. I really think I admire you so much for what you're doing for ballet and for the way you're doing your school. I. I just I'm I'm really in awe of what you're doing. 
congratulations and and that you really have this outlook of of teaching it as a love for the art and as an appreciation for the art first of all and the human beings that you're working with i think that's so important thank you i wouldn't do it otherwise you know yeah in, in any other way or i wouldn't do it if it weren't if it wasn't possible to do it this way i, I don't yeah. think i would do it and it's just Thank, thank you um, for this wonderful interview. Really yeah, fun. I had no, really fun. <laughs> such a pleasure to do this. And, and I think it should be, you know, I think it should be heard also that this, there's a different way of teaching and that there's a, you know, that it's the, the art form should be really that children should do it and try it at least um, because it's, it's uh, just for their development. Absolutely. Even if they just do it and, and for the appreciation of it, I think that's Absolutely. so important. And that's yeah. why I accepted to do it in the kindergarten, because, I mean, believe yeah. me, uh, I don't have much free time. And, you know, I take the car quickly, go and do 45 minutes and come back for then the next few hours at the school. Mm -hmm. But I thought, no, it's great because they're so small. They're between three yes. and five. And, you know, if they get this idea now of being yes. fun, of being good, of being, you know, a moment of good time... <clears throat> I might really have some uh, interested kids and also show the parents that, you know, and, and uh, it's lovely that they offer this in the kindergarten, you know, it's a, like yeah. an extra curricular thing after school. And um, I think it's, I mean, I, I would do anything to, you know, to expand the love for ballet and for art in general. And, you know, yeah. so. this is when I talked to artists about over the lockdown time is this, where is the problem that art is not appreciated or artists are not appreciated for what they do? And I think it comes from there. You know, it comes from the education where little children should be able to understand it. And, you know, they go home, the, the little ones, they go home and they they do what they have learned in the in kindergarten. Absolutely. You know, they will they will do these movements at home and Absolutely. it will just be beneficial for them for their growth and for their Absolutely. for their mental uh, yeah. growth and for brain development you know yeah. so it's so it's amazing they remember everything you know they come yeah. the next tuesday say can we do the thing with the little mouse because you know i have this when i see that yeah. they are kind of tired i have this game and i'm the mouse and i try to eat their feet so they have to jump and run you know same oh, yeah, balance yeah. with ones so they love it and the music it's very good you know and um so, I mean, can we do the mouse and can we do this? And they remember all the exercises. Yeah. And this little boy, you know, Lorenzo, and, you know, he he's a little bit like, you know, he looks a bit like an old man already. <laughs> and he said, today we forgot to do the one of the bird. You know, I have the one that we look for the bird, you know, to do transfer of weight. And we forgot. I mean, he remembered everything, you know, and you never expected because he never did ballet. He's three and a half, you know. And yeah. But it was so lovely to see that, you know, they remember everything. It's just amazing. It's really quite... Uh... Oh, that should be in every kindergarten, really. <laughs> <laughs> that should really be happening yeah. in every kindergarten in the world yeah. Yeah. that that yeah. um that is taught so um yeah well alexandra we, we will talk again i'm sure and and thank we you have one hour went so fast amazing <laughs> yeah but yeah. We, but really you're doing such great work and and when you when you're doing a, a lovely program or a concert or something it would be so great to talk about this because i would so love uh to to hear more about your work and and that it can be 
that it can go out in the world. The message Thank you. that you, yeah, definitely. You. There should be more people inspired by you and and do the Correct. same thing that you are doing. Right, because yeah. this is a wonderful program. This should be yeah. out. You know, yeah. it's more and more um, researched. I mean, you know, in in, uh, in Basel, for example, they do the exams. I know that in Sweden as well now they have, you know, um, and it's uh, it's really uh, mm. for me. It's it has changed my uh, whole attitude to teaching. Really, mm. uh, I mean, it has opened a world for me and for my school. And, and also, uh, it has taught me through uh, becoming more mm, secure of what I was saying. It was it's so much easier to talk to the parents, you know, to say, no, you know, sorry, until they are 11, there's no point. <laughs> you can go to another school if they want to do that, but here, no way. And, no. you know, it, it, has, it has given me really the means to my end, you know. And, yeah, uh, that I had a hard time with little ones. I must say. Yeah. Do you do you think if you had this, if you'd done this in your career during your career, it would have also had an impact on how you danced or how? Um, you... I'm not sure. Um, I was, as I say, I was incredibly fortunate mm. um, because I had teachers that were incredibly um, aware of okay. many things mm -hmm. and um it was it was before the time when we pushed too much you know it was just before yeah and so it was not i mean legs were not here and you know mm -hmm. uh, we didn't ask uh, acrobacy from dancers we asked for art from dancers and it was um so for that i think i was fortunate enough to um to escape that moment where bodies were pushed you know too mm -hmm. much i had uh, bad experiences about um uh, body issues like you know um, you want the carlo they would put you on a scale every monday yeah you know? mm -hmm. and that was at the age where girls are developing so it's you know the hormonal age where you're a little puppy fat here and there and you know i seriously uh, suffered from that and many girls were anorexic and you know that was already a problem but not the physical demand that they okay. have had yeah. after me and now now it's uh now it, again we are becoming aware fortunately mm -hmm. but you know I, I remember the first course i did in florence with raymond and franco and many of their students were also participating and you know it was so sweet because you know uh, raymond said oh you know if we knew what we knew, if we knew then what we know now that we, yeah. we did all this research you know and they were kind of jokingly excusing themselves with their student because maybe they felt that maybe they would have taught mm -hmm. differently had they done all this research but they were dancers at the time when they were teaching in Florence you know it was they were still young and and then they did this amazing uh, career they had this amazing career in the states that culminated in this research and oh, founding yeah. of the curriculum and uh, so I think I was fortunate enough not to be damaged in a way uh -huh. by by a way of teaching that was maybe very aggressive at some point mm. and that had amazing results of course but the demands at my time was more um about art and technique yeah. was very uh, was different in a way you know mm. yeah. and, uh, i mean no i i don't think i don't think um uh, 
um, it would have changed my approach to little ones when I started teaching because I found oh, it incredibly mm. difficult. I was much younger and that also, you know, it's difficult when you're young, you know, you expect more things. Mm. And I just did not know enough about uh, the psychological. I mean, I never damaged anybody, <laughs> but, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. I, I, I had a hard time keeping them entertained, you know, oh, I, I felt Okay. I felt yeah. that the time was never passing, you know, the hour was never through and I didn't know what to do anymore. And this way, things are taken so precisely and so slow in a way, you know, at the, at the pace of the child. And that, that I think, you know, definitely as a teacher, it has made a huge difference. Mm. Oh, but that's so, that's so great. I'm fortunate that the children who can be at your school, I think they Thank are you. so lucky. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you Alexandra, um, so we will keep in touch and yes, please, yeah. Definitely. But um, okay, so but whenever you come to Vienna, you have to let me know because I said okay. to Vodka as well. I would so love yeah. to meet you in person. That would yeah. be wonderful, really. Yeah, really wonderful. <laughs> Great. Thank you so much. Have a lovely, have a lovely afternoon. And Thank you. My regards to Vodka as well. Thank you, and you okay. too. Have a nice afternoon. Bye. Thank you. Bye.